0: Whoa, 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 sorry, 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 come on, you know what Wiki do. podcast and boy is it a week i've got it flowing through me i'm the only person in my office went with texas i'm surrounded by a bunch of oh you people it's not great I'm um, today was the first day where it was kind of like yesterday's monday you know whatever still reeling from the weekend today was the first day i was like okay it's it's go time i'm i'm sick of this i'm i've been waiting for this all year and last year especially after losing like that just makes me really want it to be Saturday at about 9.30 already.
1: Yeah, I got off the phone with Webb earlier, and I don't know why. I feel like it was Thursday already. Yes. No, I agree. Already thinking about this game so much. I don't know why. I I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's been a long two days. But, yeah, it's it's hate week, and it's getting kind of chilly outside, you know?
0: Ooh, I do think there's a little bit of a cold front coming through um, later on this week with a little bit of a weather weather change coming on as well, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I hope you all like that intro uh, song, Change It Up This Week, we always do it for Hey week and just kind of get you in the mood, um, get your mind right going into the game, but first out, shout outs as always, thank you for everyone, um, I went back and looked, TCU was officially, I had hinted at last week, but TCU was officially the pre-TCU episode, the most officially the most uh, listened to episode in Beers and Sears history, so thank you. Congrats, yeah. Snaps, whatever you shout want. Shout out
1: that like at everyone. That's a, a,
0: At all the all the listeners. Um
1: I do have a shout out actually now that I think about it.
0: What who but is it?
1: It's not a it's not a single person, but shout out to I think it was a group of girls. Yeah, the group of girls who came up to on Friday night and talked about the podcast for like ten minutes. I got plenty of suggestions and compliments, but short list, uh Kate, Allison, Claire, um, jordan it was a lot so i'm sorry if i'm forgetting the rest of the names but it was a lot um i appreciate the the input um we'll continue to get better every day
0: yeah no for sure thank you again to all the lady listeners too oh what
1: and last shout out to raleigh from the brand new mic oh yeah notices but i no longer sound like someone underwater
0: (laughs) yes and Uh, we figured out that uh John's mic is a little more fancy than mine. He's got this especially little fuzzy thing that makes him sound a lot better. So I hope everyone can tell the difference, because yeah, I think that was the the main uh, audio complaint from most people was why why doesn't John sound better?
1: It was something about the connection in Houston. It's just it's too humid or something.
0: Yeah, that's probably why. But uh, all right, first off, let's get to it. t shirts, koozies. I, we literally just checked the shipping. They will be here on Friday. If you are going to Bomb Factory, I will try to bring you your shirt if you live terrible idea well here's my preface if you live in houston or dallas i will not be bringing you your shirt if you live in houston one john atkins will be delivering it to you um thank you
1: for volunteering me
0: for that no you you volunteered a while ago and then um if you live in austin i don't know we'll figure it out if you don't live in dallas fort worth austin houston please text me and I will, you will be a priority to get your shirt because I am too lazy and too poor to actually ship it to you, and I don't want to deal with that. So. Well, don't.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how to. Like, do you go to like FedEx or something. That seems kind of confusing.
0: Exactly. That's why I'm saying, please ask me now. Um, we are. We have, I think, three large's left and two double XL's left. So, if you would like one, chances are those are still available. If you're listening to this, you know, pre Thursday or Friday um, Vin with me $15. Stuart dash, not slash McLaughlin. Um, and I will get that to you. Uh, make sure and put your size, whichever size you want with that as well. Koozie's come just, with the shirt. Oh
1: yeah. Combo package.
0: It is a combo yeah. package. I was, I was
1: looking, looking at the list about who trying to like narrow down a list of people that are not Austin, Dallas or Houston. There's a lot more than I thought. So yeah, if you're I listening know. to this, please, uh, Actually, we'll put something on Instagram as well to, to contact Yes, we
0: Twitter. will. Our uh, yeah. marketing manager, who now, after we gave her a shout out, was mad and decided that she wanted to be nameless, which, if you know our marketing manager, is the most stereotypical thing of all time. Uh, she will be putting something up on Instagram about that. Uh,
1: oh my gosh, we are booming on the t shirts. Even know. your mom? Your mom got one? Yeah,
0: I, charged my, I made my mom pay. Everyone's paying.
1: Your mom?
0: My mom did pay. She was very That's nice awesome. and paid for me. All right.
1: Yeah, let's keep going. We got we got stuff to talk about. More importantly, yeah, we do. All right.
0: Before we get to you, we the curse is broken. The purple yes. wizard has lifted his magical magicness. We are now one and zero in our previous one games in Manhattan since two thousand two or since twenty eighteen. That is our first win in Manhattan since two thousand two. I don't know if you've heard that stat, John, but we hadn't won there since two thousand two.
1: Once or twice. I think every single Aggie told me that okay. this past week. And, hey, but, you know, don't worry, Fox. We didn't know it either. They told us about ten different times during the game.
0: So. I'm so glad I didn't have the, the announcers on. Was it – who was it? Was it Brady Quinn? Oh, our
1: favorite, Brando and uh, – Brady Quinn? No, Tillman. Uh, Tillman. Jesus, wake up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name?
0: I don't know, but I don't like him either. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking but, like t now, I can't get it out of my head.
0: Anyways, the, the curse is finally broken. Spencer, Spencer Tillman. Try. There he goes, Mr. Tillman. Uh, it was as very typical Texas Kansas State game. Very ugly, not really that fun to watch. Uh, it was kind of like just sitting in the dentist office having them drilling your teeth, watching a football game. It was really weird. Um, nice analogy. That's pretty accurate. Thank actually. You. Sam. On offense, I mean, he was good enough to not lose for the four straight uh, game. Had a few just oh fuck throws, but obviously none were that bad. The big thing with Sam is the inter- no interception streak continues, which is awesome. I, I, I should have looked this up before, but I can't remember the last time a Texas player has gone this long without an interception. Or I mean, I don't know. I, I would guess Colt.
1: I hope you're knocking on wood right now.
0: Um, yeah, I actually do have wood right here.
1: Hold on. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> my com- my computer is sitting on a piece of wood right now because. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't have a desk. Okay, that's beside the point. But uh, Sam still played very well. Uh, Purple Wizard decided for some reason to stick with the worst running quarterback of all time and not change up any of his play calling. I I don't know what was going on there.
1: Yeah. um, It it was not. I guess it was Purple Wizard, but it was not the Purple Wizard that I'm used to. He had some big, I guess, big picture decisions that just – we're not like him and then in the clock management at the end of the first half yes were very surprising as was well weird. They had three timeouts with i think eight, eight yards to go what like two minutes left and they ran the ball three times didn't call any timeouts <laughs> and then called it with less than what 10 seconds left and they threw a great play but just couldn't execute but uh well, about not only that but yeah you made a point about the quarterback i mean my god it was clear that we could not um, adjust and, and stop, Scholar Thompson. Yeah, we made him. They would have started that. Like made Brady. that transition. What's that?
0: We made him look like Tom Brady, which was not good.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if he would have come in the second quarter like I expected him to after their first two drives, uh, I'm not gonna say we lose that game, but it would have been obviously a totally different game. And I think <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just not the typical Bill Snyder that I'm used to. Yeah. I guess we were used to, but hey, it was a win. And, uh, I mean, hey, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, it was ugly. Uh, you always take a win on the road. You always, always take a win on the road in Manhattan. But, yeah, the, the quarterback thing was weird. We Going into it, we had heard or that right, it broke like right when we started recording that he was going to go with Delton, and it was kind of going against his offense coordinator because the week before his offense coordinator, like, didn't know Delton was even in the game, something weird like that. And he stuck with him very stubbornly, very anti-Snyder-ish, and ended up biting him his ass. Uh, Offense, I wouldn't say it was a great day. I wouldn't even say it was a good day overall. Um, That's kind of on me because I cursed the hell out of Tim Beck. I hope he's out of the hospital. I honestly don't know. He
1: he, he is. He got cleared.
0: Okay, good. Because I cursed him so bad because the one week – I think it's literally the first week ever I've praised Tim Beck in the past two years he gets put in the hospital. So, my bad, Tim. That's on me. Play his fuck up. Um, I think it was, along with the offense, the first bad offensive line performance, not, uh, you know, not a great run game. Keontae bails out a few times, but it, the pass protection wasn't nearly as good as we'd seen the weeks before. So, it was it was weird offensively. I don't know why we seem so stagnant against a Kansas State defense that has really not played well against anyone, like, yet. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I, I, I'm trying not to dive into individual players already. But.
0: I know. But anyways, I mean, it, it was just a weird game. If We'll get into the specifics in a second. But I, I, I think that, like, looking forward, looking past it, obviously two 2 conference undefeated in conference play, and, we, like, if we would have continued that game on, like we win, like, 35-7 to 7 or something weird like that, I would be like, we're, we are so screwed this week. Like, we are just absolutely – so cocky, so confident, and instead, it's like, okay, we sh- we're shown we're mortal. We have shown we have a lot of flaws on both sides of the ball. You've got seven days to get them fixed, or six, really, and then you just got to be ready for OU. Um, we won't
1: we won't look like the same. We we'll be a totally different team in OU. If it's a if, yeah. I mean, Manhattan is I mean, I can't just I don't know. We we usually play bad there. We always play bad there. But when you, I mean, since two thousand two, what's that?
0: Since two thousand two.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, our players will be pumped up on Saturday. It's OU. It's they're going to be a lot more jacked up. I think we'll see a totally different game plan. I still think we were hiding stuff on offense, but I'll get to that in a little Ooh, bit. Oh yeah, I like your um, point on that. And so I don't know. It was it was all around. You've already said it multiple times. It was a weird game. We got. I mean, at the end of the day, though, Tom Herman actually said something. You no, know, he always says smart stuff, but he said it right. Um, at the end, of the, you know, we'll wake up next January and we'll forget about how. I mean, you and I won't forget, but most people will forget about how we won this game. Right. It's yeah. just a W on the schedule. So exactly. So, this is the type of game we would have lost in the last, you know, oh, three or four God. years. 100%. So this is what kind of game that changes you from a 6 or 7 win season to a, you know, 8, nine ten. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, obviously um, Charlie loses that game, but I mean, I think you could even argue uh, – Texas last year loses that game. Just completely fumbles it away at the end. And you were, yes. we were texting all throughout, and you, you kind of said it. I think you were still, like, having PTSD, and rightfully so. Like, that last possession that they had, you are like, they either score and we lose or we get a turnover. It's that simple. And I, I was, and
1: somehow it wasn't either of those. I eight. know,
0: but it was like I agreed with you. I was like, you're right. Like you, That's 110%. We've seen this play out so many times.
1: But that shows the progression and the maturity of our team, and we're actually, like, making – we're ending games great on offense. We're, we're making stops when we need to. But I told you also, I, I think I, my prediction was actually kind of close. But uh, I do think I, I went into it, I thought we either win and cover or we lose. And it was weird that we won and did not cover. Right. Just, it, it was such a weird situation. But again, we won. Um, I kind of think we should jump into the players now. Um, kind of start on the offensive side, don't you think?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'll let you
1: have your guys. I'm not going to take your guys. Uh, I'll start off with mine. Uh, under the radar guy hasn't got much credit this year, Dev the dude. Uh, he only had 43 yards of uh, receiving, which kind of jumped out to me. I thought it to be a lot more based on how many receptions he had throughout the game. But the timeliness of his catches were huge. You know, mm-hmm. it just, he always seemed to be right there, and he was catching, you know, having eight or nine yard receptions. Um, and then multiple times turned up to get a first down, which usually he does not do. He usually falls over right when he gets hit. But, um, good game for him I like to see I'm happy to see him getting targeted um, because it was pretty minimal um before this game so yeah first uh good for him this season
0: yeah I agree it was nice seeing him he should have had that other touchdown which was such just such a weird oh, throw God. that was oh. such a weird throw I mean I don't know if that was I, I want to say it was on Sam just because it was I mean it was but like I don't know if I'm Duvernay, like, you're a much better receiver. You're the fastest guy out there. You should be able to kind of come back to that one. It was in the air for so much, so long. that you I, be...
1: I think Sam just missed through it.
0: I think so too, but I don't know. It seemed a little – I know it, it. it's easy to blame Sam, but there's got to be a little bit on Dev. But I still agree. He had a good game, uh, obviously, this week, being able to stretch the OU defense that I think is a little lacking. In Porous. DBs that we'll get to, and Mark Stoops is still employed somehow uh, – that he's gonna he has a big opportunity this week but i my first first good um that i like to hand out along the same lines colin johnson didn't have it on the stat sheet completely but again shout out scott bird blocked well downfield um that touchdown was unbelievable that was like an nfl type you know catch wrestle to the ground keep possession the whole nine
1: about time he does that yeah,
0: seriously. Uh, I I still in the yardage, like I said, wasn't there, but he's had few two clutch catches, um, one for third down, I believe, on third down, and uh, it, it was a good overall game. He needs to keep on comp- keeping it up that way. I can be right on my first prediction ever, and that he's going to go in the first round.
1: Um, he also had that third down catch in the fourth quarter where he I don't know why Kansas State went to a zone defense, but he was I mean just read it really well, found himself a nice little pocket in the zone, and.
0: I think they were they were really like trying like just okay, if we keep on running zone and kind of mixing it up, like Ellinger's eventually gonna throw a pick, right? And they were just kinda of looking at each other like, Yeah, 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 he'll throw a pick. And he never did. I mean shout out to him again. But They
1: were yeah, they were very conservative the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was really weird.
0: It was it was um, interesting. But um go okay. right.
1: um, another good uh, Andrew Beck again on the timely receptions, he had what was it, four or five receptions? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, just very timely receptions on his part. And uh, also his run blocking was really good again. Um, he I saw him like, knock down multiple D ends, and then go to the next level multiple times as well. But um, it was good to see him getting mixed into the passing game. I think that really opens up um, the seams for both little Jordan and Colin when they're able to get those six-yard outs and then also have Andrew Beck like run over a D back. Yeah, but I agree. Um, that was the first time I, I guess, noticed him along with Devin getting more um, attention at the passing game.
0: No, I agree. I was so pumped when I saw him catch that one. I think it was his first catch, and it was kind of down in the red zone. And I was just like, "Oh, he's gonna break this! Like he's so fast, his touchdown easy." He's still kind of slow. It was, like,
1: slower than slow. Yeah,
0: I know, but I was very quickly subdued. But still, I was close to my prediction on another one that he was going to get his first touchdown. But I agree. I mean, not having that kind of big, solid, always, like, safety valve tied in presence that is omnipresent um, is nice to have. And Beck, obviously, it doesn't fit that completely to a T. That's probably more Brewer if he will get 100% healthy. But if we can just get a little bit of that, a few big catches here and there, like he did, that's unbelievable, and we'll very, you know, we'll keep on getting targeted. Basically, and once defense started, like, because no defense is like, okay, they're not, they're not gonna throw to this guy. Like we don't have to worry about him. I mean, if they can finally have to be like, oh, you know, it's third and four, like we kind of gotta keep an eye on this kid. Like he is very solid short yardage. That's when things are really gonna start opening up um, for everyone. Uh, on the receiving team. But next over, I, I, we'll go over to the bad. We'll just dive right into it. I mean, Shaq played oh, he so took bad. He
1: took one.
0: Was that – I mean, he, did he – technically he didn't start. But then no, he, he didn't. But then he got, like, every other start. Not every other, but the majority of the starts the rest of the um, no, game.
1: He, no, he only put on that one drive. He did? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. I watched it last night. He played – he game. came in in the I second quarter, and he, for your first play, which was like a 12-yard gain, he like just absolutely destroyed some linebacker way after the play. Yeah. At got the that personal film. foul.
0: Yes, that was and so And then bad.
1: later in that drive, which ended up being the drive that we settled for three, I believe, to go up 19-0, mm-hmm. um, he, on the third down of that play, like sucker punched, I think, the same guy, but didn't get caught. Yeah, before. he didn't get called. And I'm, I'm like 90% sure he did not play again Because I saw Erod playing center the, the whole second half So
0: I know Erod played a decent amount like as well But I could have sworn I saw Shaq back out there um, But, but again.
1: bad I, like, No, how, how do you come back and immediately make stupid players like that?
0: That's what I was saying last week I was like, I mean, I wouldn't mess with it Like These guys have been playing so well so like As a unit, completely And then you put Shaq back in there And Anderson kind of has a bad game uh, Erod, you know, played okay. Vahe played all right. Nothing great. Cosme still played pretty solid, but it was just wasn't. It wasn't as gelled as we had seen in the previous weeks. You know, like i would just been praising him so much. Obviously, I very quickly can get a. You, you know what for the O line, but <laughs>
1: nice. You're going PG on yeah, us now. I know.
0: I'm getting soft as shit. But still, <laughs> it, it pissed there me it off goes. that he that he was playing like that yeah in his first game back when he's supposedly healthy i don't know if i'm her being a smart guy i think he'll he'll recognize that and move to something else
1: yeah i I mean going to i guess we never mentioned it earlier but um speaking of the personal foul um was it 11 to 0 flags in this game
0: yeah 11 to Uh, 0 that was another thing i was gonna kind of rant about i mean like I know they're a really disciplined team, and they always are, but zero flags, like, come on. Like, that's just impossible. There's not one uh-huh. holding call you can find. Like, there yeah. always is. there's, yeah, there's holding on, holding. There's holding on every single play. Yeah, like, but we
1: weren't forcing them into any, like, passing interference situations, so – because they're in the zone. But they – I mean, they were good about uh, forcing us to have passing interference against us – I mean, called against us. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. Holding – I mean, you – Something like that. There's gotta be something
0: out there. I know it was frustrating to watch. That's just kind of bullcrap on uh, the uh, the officials. Luckily, it didn't dictate that game too much. And a lot of the penalties. It's not like we didn't you know deserve all those penalties because we did a lot of them. And we'll get into that on especially on defense. But the fact that the yeah literally none called was just kind of kind of bullcrap. But all right, well that's kind of a segue. Let's go right into it. Um, defensively. Well uh okay. oh, let's start with the one good
1: <laughs> okay Pretty yeah much uh, the one. big chuck yeah Charles we knew who finally had a dominant game mm-hmm. versus a very inferior offensive line uh Asterix, in the first half and yeah he I mean made himself present. He, I think he was the one who hurt Delton on a first quarter drive was he that, actually hurt? Yeah, he, he if you watch the game you'll watch or watch the replay. He rolled his ankle and knee in a really weird direction when oh, really? uh, Charles had a sack, so uh, not the one on the goal line, but a one earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, also had the goal line hit, which he also should have had a personal foul called against him because he stood over him and taunted yeah,
0: him. That was bad. And then
1: had the safety um, which was awesome. So good good game for him. Glad to see him get that push that we finally needed. Um, and I mean Kind of establish himself like he should as a senior.
0: Yeah, and it was it was you were right in that the first half was much better than the second half. The second half, he did not play well. Um, and Hager kind of was the opposite. Did not play well in the first half. Was flying all over the field as always. Kind of yes. calmed down. Uh, provided good pass rush. Good um, some hurries on Thompson and played well against the run up the middle too. It. Indif- I don't know what it is with Orlando. I mean, he loves dialing up the blitz. I understand that. But blitzing Gary just, like, doesn't work that well. He works so much better in space where he can use his speed rather than trying to bring him up the middle as, like, a traditional linebacker. Like, leave Wheeler and the and Shark up to that, that. You know, they're a little bit, I don't want to say stronger, but a little more, like, physical in terms of blitzing. Uh, and it also allows uh, Charles and Hager to kind of free up and do their own thing. As true like defensive end rush ins on uh, passing situations, um, I, I, it was a weird blitzing. I don't and it, yeah, like you said, it's not a it wasn't a great offensive line. It was an inferior line, and we were having a lot of trouble with it. I don't know. It was it was not the typical blitzing success that we had seen against uh, every other offense throughout the year.
1: Um, I guess we'll switch to bad. <sighs> I've been wanting to say this for a while, Chris Boyd, and it's finally happened because I knew the false sense of positivity that you had on him last week.
0: Yeah, everyone and their mom knew this was going to happen.
1: But I'll give him credit. Actually, no, I'm going to take that back. No credit because horrible quarterbacks. Uh, But Zuber is a good wide receiver. I could see him having a snag a random, like, randomly good, like, year in the NFL
0: somewhere. Yeah,
1: oh, 100%. If he stays healthy. But what the fuck? Like, Dude, he got burned on so many trick plays, mm-hmm. and also couldn't. I mean, for the life of him, he could not, uh, not have a flag thrown against him on the, like multiple times. Um, yeah. There was something else he did that really pissed me off. I think I wrote it down. Uh,
0: the two PIs.
1: Well, yeah, I said that. Uh,
0: yeah, but like, um, but I mean, he should have had that touchdown right over his head, and he probably would have gotten pulled.
1: Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was it. With well, number eighty-three, like yes, Wes Walker Junior. The white there.
0: dude, yeah, yeah just completely faked him.
1: I think it was honestly West Walker, like in a Kansas State uniform again. Dude,
0: that was. I, I would have. I probably. He probably would have gotten pulled if he if he catches that. And oh, there's no reason God. he shouldn't have, but he didn't.
1: Yeah, that was that was ugly. But granted, Chris Ford has been that player to always play up to his competition. Like is, like the definition of our team. Right. And but. I, I, I could see him bouncing back as long as he's not on, like, C D Lamb or Brown, but he's going to have to be on one of those guys. Yeah, he's so. going to
0: have to be on one of those every single play. I, I agree. It's just uh. like the biting on the double moves. It's like, dude, come on. Like, you are so much better than that. You just get in your own no, head. No, he's
1: not.
0: <laughs> no, he is, though. Like, he's still, like, probably at his best, he is our best corner. Like, it's just a fact. And then – and what he refuses to play mentally prepared, like every you know every single snap, like he knows how to do, uh, I I agree. It's scary to think that Kyler can just just barely move his wrist down and give the weak little fake, and C D Lamb is ten yards behind Chris Boyd while he's just staring at Kyler. It's pretty scary to think about. But yeah, I mean it's he plays up to his competition. I, he's obviously going to be the most like emotional player on the defense next week that's like guaranteed to happen but i i I just you know i'm excited for him this week because he's always fun to watch in these big games but just getting this game out getting his shit game out against kansas state and it really not hurting us to a loss is fine like okay we done we got it out of your system like be ready for the rest of the season, you know, I'll,
1: I'll I will lose my voice screaming at Chris Boyd this weekend if he gets burned. Yeah, I will freaking go nuts at that. Uh,
0: I mean, they're gonna try. They're gonna be targeting him and PJ like the Okay,
1: but well, no, I mean, easy solution. Let's put. Oh, never mind. They're, they're gonna spread him, but spread us out because problem is unreal. But put Kane Stearns over the top of uh, Chris Boyd, no matter what. Don't fucking ship Brandon Jones and Brandon Jones and uh, Kane Stearns around. Just. Him over there to help, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Chris Boyd. But my god, a horrible game!
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, another really kind of bad after we praised him the last week. The second team, uh, D line really played pretty awful. Taekwon, uh, he'd been playing well every single week or getting better every single week, and they decided to give him a lot of snaps. He had two really bad offsides and didn't provide anything else, just like weak p- pass rush. Uh, Marquez, Bimage, we've been saying that wrong, so apologies to everyone.
1: No, it's definitely Bimage.
0: I know. Well, I thought it was Bimage, but...
1: No, we're definitely doing, like, Bimage. That's a serious official. Okay, fine. Bemage.
0: Marquez, Bimage did not do anything. DeAndre Christmas-Giles did nothing. Uh, they were even... It was so weird. They were on the... I forget which fourth down it was, but they were on the field on one of those fourth downs. I was like, wait, what? Why are y'all here? No, like, you got to, like, either call a timeout... Get, they were
1: probably, if I remember it, it was a third down. They were on it, and, and Kansas State didn't substitute, so we couldn't substitute.
0: I know, but, like, it's fourth down. Like, you should you should call a timeout on that or just be so ready. Like, you got to have the ones ready. They can sprint out there and sprint off, you know. Like, that, that was very frustrating to me. But second team, D-line, after playing so well against TCU, just did not show up um, against K-State. Uh, I mean, overall – I think you kind of got to rely on Sam. Where the offense is learning to lean on him. There weren't too many, you know, crazy designed runs on him. I don't think there was a. There was maybe one option, maybe. Uh, I think you you had a good point though. I, I do think that the offense is kind of hold, hiding some stuff.
1: Yeah, we'll um, get there in a, minute, a second. I don't want to get on that yet.
0: But it, it was it's crazy to think that we played that bad and still won in Manhattan. I mean, going into, like, the season, or after week one, like, after Maryland, if you told me before the season, like, okay, you will beat TCU, USC, and K-State. Um, you know, nothing that crazy. You know, no, like, crazy wins where we definitely shouldn't have won. Uh, what happens the rest of the season? I'll be like, oh, uh, we're undefeated. We maybe lose one game, and we're heavily competing for a Big 12 title. You know, like, going into it, the, this was the toughest – Three game stretch, not the toughest, but like a very tough three game stretch. And after Maryland, I mean, it was not that crazy as they think. Holy shit, we could start one and five to start the year. And yeah,
1: no, the, we were both saying one and five were uh, unfortunately a true reality. Right. It was it was very possible. I wouldn't say that was our toughest three game stretch because I think OU. No, think, yeah,
0: you're right, you're right. OU
1: Baylor, which is not hard, but uh, Oklahoma State and Stillwater is going to be the toughest three game stretch. Um, mainly because none of the OU slash Oklahoma State games were at home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a win. Let's take it. I mean, it's, uh, what's that girl's name? At Mother Hustler, which is uh, – Oh, yeah. What's I'm, that? Oh, God. Whose mom is that? Uh,
0: I can't remember.
1: It's not Osai. It's it's not no. Overshawn. It's that guy who doesn't uh, – it's like a linebacker or whatever. Uh, she, she had a good tweet. I can't. I'm not gonna read it out because I don't want to go find it. But it was like, all you Longhorn fans are begging for wins, and then right when we get it, you like criticize the win. It's like when you get a hundred dollar bill and it's not crisp enough for you, or something like that.
0: (laughs) I mean, she's right. Like, we're four and one, two and zero in conference play. Yeah, obviously Maryland is bad. We already we already talked about that for too long. But I'll take it. You know. If you, again, you tell me before the season, you're four and one in your first five games. You say yes, yeah. I'm like yeah, we lost to TCU. Okay, no problem. We lost. To All right. Whatever. So, <clears throat> Sorry, man. go go ahead. Keep
1: going.
0: No, I, I what I'm saying is be grateful because we're in a good spot. We're going into OU. Um, give thanks. Give give thanks. But let's start it off. It's OU week. I mean, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Before, before we you. do
1: that, before we do that, uh, beer what? of the week. Shout out to everyone that continues to call us out for not doing
0: that. Yeah, we like doing our jobs.
1: Huh. Yeah, that's, so this week, in honor of OU, or excuse me, hate week, is uh, Oklahoma Sucks beer. I'm sure everyone who lived in West Campus and was on a bus to Dallas at any point in their, in their college career had um, their date give them Oklahoma Sucks six-pack. Um, I'll be honest, the beer sucks.
0: The beer's terrible. Nobody but, likes the beer.
1: But the beers, the cans are kind of cool.
0: It's the like, cans are them. the cans are cool, but like it's a beer that you don't even open. You just like put on your like dresser, you know. It just well, sits there.
1: You know, give it yeah. <laughs> put it up on the wall. You it's know? decoration. Take it home and say, "Hey, Dad, I drank a beer." It's
0: That's like right. a Wheaties box.
1: Yeah, kind of. But yeah, beer sucks. But anywho, yeah, give it a try. It's uh, good stuff, and maybe you should uh you know buy it this week just to you know uh, support the cost. Oklahoma sucks, but uh, side note, also before we jump into you. Topic of conversation next week this whole red shirt and uh oh, transfer yeah. deals. So, yes. if you're still listening to this point, which is usually around 50 or 60 people, because you start mm-hmm. really trailing off, uh, maybe
0: a little less, but
1: yeah, 200, 200 people. Two, we're next yep. week, one topic of conversation once we get through this gauntlet of games, we're going to talk about the whole transfer rule because and let's see how that's affecting um college football and then if, if Texas has potential for any transfers. But stay tuned next week for that. but most importantly, it's OU week. Let's talk about that.
0: Okay, we had specific instructions, and I would like to lay them out. I think we have done this every year, and it's one of my favorite traditions. John um, always is in a great uh, loud voice, as well as myself at the game. Thank you. And one of my favorite things in the entire world, and they did it against TCU. I don't think people realize this, but they did it at halftime against TCU.
1: Not the same. It
0: it was not the same. I was totally caught off guard. I still obviously screamed, "Fuck, beat the fuck out <laughs> of TCU!" But I was so totally off guard. I was actually talking to the person right next to me. Immediately stopped and then screamed it. But okay, anyways. So you during, can be
1: in a job, you could be like in a job interview, and you yeah. hear that. Oh, if
0: I <laughs> da, 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 da da, and it stops, I'll still yell, "Beat the fuck out of you!" So. so-
1: Let's give instructions. Let's just kind of warn everyone. First of all, be in your seats thirty minutes before the game. Even though it's eleven a.m. It's so cool
0: watching both teams. I'll be honest; like it's so cool watching OU come out. I get
1: goosebumps every every single year. When that sounds so kiddy. but like no, it's true. Both
0: teams. It's both teams. Like when OU comes out, it's still like holy fuck. Obviously, it's so much cooler when we come out, but like it's still cool watching them run
1: out. It's intimidating when they come out. Not gonna lie, because you hear the first roar, but. Uh, before that, there is actually no Quan Actually, told me one time the coolest thing he, or the best thing he remembers, even though he won a, a Fiesta Bowl for us, was running out to OU. He said, "When you come down that tunnel and people are screaming at you and saying just unbelievable things, and then you see the burnt orange in the distance, it's like the coolest feeling in the world." That's so, gotta be, yeah. Everyone gets your seat so it's burnt orange and. and Loud, but
0: it's gonna be rocking. Like
1: before they come on the field, the band goes on the field. I don't know if we're away or home this year, so you tell me on that. We are away, so we go first. The band goes first. That means you got to be there definitely thirty minutes before the game. Yes. Um, they do their typical march angry. I can't ever say it. Day grandioso.
0: March grandioso. grandioso. Just grand. Yeah,
1: sure. De la. Um. We then turn into the song that's most important. And
0: I'm going to let you kind of – I don't know if you want to play it or if you just want to explain it, but go ahead. It is it is still technically part of March Grand so But it is – T. And then they, as the band is a right about to do the next and then everyone else says E, the band will stop completely at midfield. Everyone is watch, walking, like the band is marching, will completely stop mid-step. And they'll just kind of stop and everyone will start cheering. That is when everyone has got to yell, beat the fuck out of OU. And then they'll come back on. And then X, and then it comes back on. And they only do it that one time. They won't do it the next go around.
1: But Is it after, is it after the T or before the T? I thought it was before the T.
0: It's at, right at the T.
1: Whatever. Yeah, it, it is the second T, if that makes sense. Yes. So you do T-E-X-A-S, and right when it's coming back around, right at the T they stop, and you yell, beat the fuck out of OU. We're or explaining
0: this t- really badly. We do this every single year, and we never have explained it well.
1: But it's okay because you and I will still be
0: doing it. I guarantee. You, just if you're, pay attention while the while we're doing March Grandia. So while you're just monotonously clapping like this, and then on the second, and then it stops right at the T, and then you scream it, and it picks back up. It's the coolest thing. It's my favorite thing in the world. I honestly love it. The band will probably do it maybe two more times randomly throughout the game uh, during commercial breaks or something. But yes. that, that first one is like, okay, we're here. Like, let's People go. People do
1: it. People do it. It's just like no one – like, it's probably like half nah, – it's probably like a quarter of the Texas fans do it.
0: Every single year I'm like, you know, obviously not feeling well. And I'm like, all right, here it comes, here it comes. Like, I got my, I got a little swish of water. Like, my, my throat's, you know, not, not dry, blah, blah, blah. And every year, I'll yell as loud as possible. And as soon as I'm done, I see stars every single time. I'm dead serious. Like, I feel like I'm a little bit of me is going to pass out. It's yeah. a great feeling. And it, it, but, it means I'm home.
1: But, yeah, I think we've hit on that for about five minutes now. So, yeah. uh, well, we've completely bored everybody. Yeah, just do it. But other OU traditions, corny dogs, um, for breakfast, it's like the greatest thing ever. Lunch and dinner. I don't know about dinner this year, but probably lunch as well.
0: It, definitely but, lunch.
1: Um and then beers and wax cups. There's nothing better than
0: there's nothing better than seeing thousands and thousands of cans and not seeing one person actually holding one. That's, yeah, that always kind of trips me out. Also, yeah. um, don't forget about the six ticket beer stand that is on the south. Oh
2: God, I south, forgot
0: about that southeast uh, of the stadium.
1: No, that, no, no, no. Don't, don't tell anyone about that one, actually. It's
0: on the northwest side of the stadium, <laughs> right by the uh, very nice neighborhood. Um, it's
1: actually outside the fairgrounds. You should go find it.
0: Anyways, it, I, you'll if you you know what I'm talking about, we'll be there. We'll all be there. It's a little far away from the stadium, but it's still worth it. And especially after the stadium, it's 100% worth it. We'll just stay there all the game. But, I mean, yeah, it's the greatest –
1: Except for the Astros, are playing this year, so uh, we find
0: nobody cares about that. Uh, it's the greatest rivalry world game in, in the world. I, I 100% believe that, and I, it's. I think the when people outside of Texas OU, when ESPN wants to do game day there, when it's not, uh, when it's not even covered, the game itself isn't even on ESPN. That's how no, how well known this game is, and how much it's meant to college football in general first yeah. time since 2012 the games are games are ranked I mean it's it's all teams. there so.
1: teams are ranked but yeah S- sorry they, sorry
0: both teams are ranked and, you're getting too excited
1: you're getting, you're getting ahead of yourself I know I
0: know I'm getting way too ahead of myself alright I think
1: oh, the, I do think the wait, wait oh yeah there's a reason why we are the most I mean it's the most watched game I believe it's had the highest rating the last like six years or something like it. maybe there was one year where Michigan Ohio State beat us but it's just a perfect game in the middle of the season. It's like the first big rivalry game of the season. And it gets, I like, think, all the college football really excited. It's a turning game or a turn point game in the Big 12. It's, I don't know, it's always a fun to, fun game while you're there or if you're watching at home. So, uh,
0: Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. And you, you can, it's one of those games you can still just feel the, feel the energy while you're just watching um, through, the, through the TV, even if you are there. I mean that, like the Shipley punt return, the Marcus Johnson touchdown that John called completely uh, correct, like just stuff like that. It was, Thank you. it was all, it's all incredible.
1: All right, um, let's keep rolling here.
0: All right, yeah, we've been rambling for a while. Let's go to voicemails real quick. We only have one. It is a little off topic, but it's still, uh, it's still pretty good.
2: Hi, um, this is Kate Kelly. Um, I was calling with a question for Stuart and John. I was hoping y'all could, you know, discuss some of this Tom Herman strip club, strip club, strip club allegations and um, tell me a little bit about his wife. I'm really interested in the scandal of it all. I was hoping you could spill the tea. Thanks. Bye.
0: First off, they are not allegations. They are 100% true. Uh, second off, his wife is very nice. Michelle is very active on Twitter and very supportive. Um, coach's mom. She coach's is Miss, Mrs. No, she's Mrs. Coach. She knows her. She knows her job. She knows her husband was there. She's openly admitted that. I, it's a stupid story, and it's kind of been buried long enough because Urban, the whole Urban Meyer situation, has just been handled so poorly. But. I got. I have no problem with it. If you're going to take some coaches out to a strip club and that ends up getting you some better recruits, I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah, the story's kind of fallen, fallen in through the cracks, which is nice. Um, hey, whatever he's got to do to get some recruits, he, he was just trying to have some fun. So, um, It
0: looks bad, we know, especially with everything that's been going on with Urban Meyer. Just being associated with being within five feet of that thing is disgusting, but...
1: Backtrack real quick. Was asked to share our favorite memory OU weekend walking back to University oh, Park Stu and John hashtag 20 whatever year
0: that was. The greatest thing in the world is I work literally two minutes away from not even like 30 seconds away from where we walked from now and it's just it makes me feel so stupid. Like the moral,
1: year, moral hangover literally well, four no, years I later. got the
0: moral hangover the year before that and the year after that but in the year after that Brat. shit. Um I've done a lot of stupid things OU. I, I mean, I've literally not done n- not not done a stupid thing OU weekend.
1: That confused me. I,
0: I do a stupid thing every year at OU. Okay, got
1: it. Okay. Okay. So.
0: Got it. Cool.
1: I think so. I think okay.
0: So. Let's go into it. OU, um, and we'll get our predictions and hot takes.
1: Okay. So, if you haven't heard about their quarterback, you need to just <laughs> not go to the game because that means you're not a football fan. Uh, Kyler Murray. Small little guy. Can throw it over you. Very Baylor, or Baylor Baker Mayfield-esque. He uh, went to A&M over us, transferred, went to OU. is now just, like, kicking ass. He's really fast, can run right by you, but and this
0: game's he's really small. he's starting at shortstop for the A's in three years. He's
1: really, really small. Yeah, that too. But he's really small, man. I think let's freaking knock him out of this game. Let's just, like, blow him up in the first quarter.
0: I agree. I don't think he's been hit that hard yet. I have not seen one big hit on him. Um, yeah. Yeah. He he's pretty clean, and that's mostly because he can outrun pretty much everyone on the field. But I agree. There's one, we're one big hit blindside, uh, backside Brandon Jones. You know, from the uh, short side blitz away from him, really kind of being welcomed, hey, hello to this game. So. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> Hey, two, there's two quarterbacks playing in this game. metrics stat of the day: uh, How many of them have played in this game before? John. One. And is his name Kyler Murray?
1: What?
0: No, it's not. so Simmons. What? Yeah. Kyler hadn't played in Red River rivalry ever. Yeah, before. I know that. That
1: was a terrible question. I
0: know. I'm just saying, like it's it's a valid point. He is not experienced running out of that tunnel and being the oh. starting quarterback. Like uh, that's yes. what I'm saying. Like. It, it Sam has the overall experience advantage in this game. I'll get into that later. with my prediction, but still. Um, but all right, let's go to the running backs. Trey Sermon uh, as their leading rusher. Rodney Anderson. It sucks to see a guy like that. He's gotten hurt three years in a row. That ends his career. That just sucks. I heard he's actually a pretty good, dude. I think he's you know one of the OU's better um, people as just a person overall. Uh, but. It, Trey Sermon's still the real deal. He'll still, he'll still run you over. He's just as good as Anderson, and, and he's going to have a couple long runs. You've got to kind of deal with it.
1: Uh, Receiving-wise, Speedster, Mark Keese, Brown, and C.D. Lamb, they're going to have one breakout touchdown on us. It's going to give me goosebumps when I hear this, the whole other side of the stadium. Going nuts, probably going to be over Chris Boyd. Sorry for being negative. Uh, and uh, Grant Calcaterra is their tight end. I don't know if he was the one who scored the winning touchdown on us last year. No,
0: that was Mark Andrews.
1: Yes, you're right. But very similar guy, big, big white guy who's got some speed. So look out for him on, on red zone situations. They like to go to him. Uh, but, yeah, number five, Marquise Brown has been tearing us up ever since he got uh, to – uh, you... What?
0: That's his name, Hollywood.
1: Oh, gotcha. Uh, let's talk about their defense real quick. Their defense is very porous, um, not very good. Army ran all over them. And almost beat them, and I think they're ranked 90th in the FBS in total defense right now. So, not a very uh, intimidating defense. It's not no. like OU only really has a very good defense, but uh, definitely got an edge on, on on their defense.
0: No, I agree completely. Their DBs are not great. Um, Mark Soups, I don't know how he still has a job. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone. You know, after this year, especially if you know OU loses late when they lose a game like. Where Kyler, you know, still scores like six touchdowns and they somehow lose, you know, like 55-48 or something weird like that. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you not win with that guy as your quarterback? It's pretty unbelievable. But yeah, defense, nothing to ride home about. They lost that Okarakaew, the defensive end, Caleb Kelly. Kuna Montana, silver. Jesus. Do what?
1: Kuna Montana. What did you just say?
0: Uh, um Don't <laughs> ask me if that's correct. Uh, and Caleb Kelly's still there, kind of their outside veteran linebacker he's never been that good he's kind of like the kind of like the pj lock of their defense he's just always there and for some reason they play him so is
1: devontae lampkin still there yes oh
0: yeah he sucks
1: if you want to see someone and scream at it it's like it's 50 something he'll put the horns down every single place yep. he...
0: oh my gosh you were so right fuck that guy uh all right let's go into it well, i want to uh, predictions john
1: all right i'll go first since i'm on a great roll uh this is uh, I mean, this is all we asked for. I mean, it would be unreal if we were undefeated, but that's in the past. Um, it's it's, it's October in Dallas. Um, the game means something. Big Twelve title wise, uh, weather looks pretty good. College game day is there. This is what Stuart and I begged for mm-hmm. throughout college and never got it. Nope. Um, so if you're a senior and you listen to this, or a junior, I don't think any juniors in college listen to this. But if you listen, this is like. An awesome experience, an awesome game for you to have in the last couple of years of OU, um, or I guess in your college career. <sighs> it's, it's it's tough to predict. It's it's OU. I just we always play well. Tom Herman is amazing against the spread in the past few years. Uh, I hate saying it, but OU's offense is too good. They're too electric, and I think we make a special teams mistake somewhere in the second half that is a momentum changer and uh, we lose 34 to 21
2: mm,
0: I agree and we got, we forgot to mention we got a punt block this past week that was on our snapper more than anything so special teams is uh, definitely likely uh, this game feels weird to me and it's not like how those Case McQuarrie Marcus Johnson games were weird it, it just doesn't feel like the normal Red River shootout I'm calling it the shootout I don't care what you PC bro money say I think it's just because both teams have kind of entered a totally different era with coaches and overall feels around the program. Uh, you know, obviously Lincoln Riley really starting a new dominant era at OU and Herman getting going. And uh one and a half years in one and a quarter years in. Um, I, I, Kyler is so much fun to watch. It sucks to say, but he is. And I'd take him over Baker, even though I don't think he'd, he'll win the Heisman, um, but I would still take Kyler over Baker. But, like I was saying, he hasn't played in this game before. Ellinger has. Erod has. Vahe has. Our entire defensive line has. PJ Locke, I hate to say it, but has played in this game before multiple times. Chris Boyd has. Devontae Davis has. Every one of those guys have got multiple OU games under their belt, and almost every single one of them has started at least one OU game. We have the experience to compete with them. I think you got to give the skill to them, um, especially on their offense. With the advantage, so it sucks to say, but I agree with you. I don't think our offense can keep up with them. Kyler's just too damn good. This would be one of those games where you have to at least get points every single or eighty percent of your drives, or you are just gonna be left in the dust. It just kind of feels like that. It's I am close to saying it's the last person with the with the uh, ball wins, but I don't know if we're if we're there yet. But I am gonna say OU thirty seven that's thirty three.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a lot of points. we both kind of hinted at talking about what our offense is hiding um, earlier in this episode, but I think we're going to see a bunch of options are designed runs for Sam um, including a bunch of option plays. So hopefully they're practicing the hell out of that to try to spread out this defense um, even more than they already are. So we we'll look to see a bunch of runs for Sam. Um, I expect him to have a very uh, – I guess heavy load this game yeah 100 um, trivia I just kind of wrote this in there because I, I know Bird was talking about fun facts earlier this year um, if you can tell me this weekend you know everyone's just going to google it uh, when was the last time Texas was favored OU because I don't know
0: I'm, if I'm going to guess I'm not saying this is true I'm going to say 2009
1: I mean I did yeah I think you're right I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah, I think that's a safe answer. But, yeah, uh, look it up if you're listening and you want to come up to me this weekend or Stuart this weekend and tell us the answer. We'll uh, give you a high five or something. Okay, real quick. We'll we'll give you a beer at the uh, bomb factory.
0: (laughs) Real (laughs) quick, I think predictions, we'll do them quick. I I think um, Keontae Ingram has two uh, touchdowns in this game.
1: Oh, just hot takes? Yeah, hot takes, sorry. Uh, Putting me on spot here. Okay, so, well,
0: while you're thinking, I've got a special guest hot take that was sent in by one Fred Roberts. He says Texas has a defensive score, which I like.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, Samuel Ellinger runs for 75 yards.
0: All right, games of the week. Real quick, let's do it. LSU at Florida, 230 CBS game. Florida's plus two. Coach O's got to buy rock. rock. No, no, no. Uh, they're going into Gainesville for the first time. They're 5-0 in I don't know how long. They completely shit on Ole Miss. florida got their first-year head coach, Dan Mullen, played well against Mississippi State. Uh, their has looked a lot better. But I, I'm, I'm taking the Tigers and the Corn dogs on this one. Joe Burrows looked really, really good. They finally have a quarterback, and it's unbelievable what happens when LSU actually has a quarterback. So I'm saying LSU – Pretty big, um, but take the under.
1: So, I'm going to take LSU in this game, but I'm still not sold on them. Mm. Uh, Auburn has kind of proven to not be that good. Miami has kind of proven to be better lately. But LSU, I just feel like they're, they're due for a bad game.
0: They are always due, but I, I, I don't think it's Florida's the team that did that to them.
1: Yeah, it's going to be close. LSU pulls and wins this game. Um, but it's going to be a closer game than everyone thinks. Um, Kentucky at A&M randomly a big game um, <laughs> Kentucky has proven themselves to
0: Kentucky is no, back
1: No, 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 whoa, 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 that word is not in our dictionary No,
0: but Kentucky is back
1: Okay, but, yeah, no we're, uh, They're at A&M, A&M struggled versus Arkansas Arkansas last week at Jerry World I expect them to have a much better game uh, Jimbo got himself in a little bit of trouble Which is kind of funny <laughs> And, uh I don't know. I, I'd really, to be honest with you, I haven't watched Kentucky play, so I don't want really have a prediction on this game. But I can tell you who I want to win, and that is Kentucky. I,
0: I can't remember the running back's name, but he's really good. It's, I can't remember. It's something like Selman or something like that. I, I have no clue. He's really fun to watch. But uh, All right, and then really the last good game this week weekend, uh, Notre Dame at Vau 7 o'clock on, ESB, or on ABC. Sorry, VaTech is plus 6. Notre Dame favored by almost a tutty. Blacksburg at night is like one of the coolest places to play. Um, it's like Penn State. It's unbelievable. It's watching them come out to enter Sandman is like one of the coolest things, I think, in college sports, like all together. But uh, it, I would love for us to go back up there and play uh, a, a game there. But Ian Book, the new uh, Notre Dame quarterback, he started the past two weeks and has looked really, really good, especially against that stout Stanford defense vatech had that awful, awful loss against Old Dominion, but looked really good this past weekend against uh, Duke. Is completely underrated, and that was the first time Duke hadn't covered uh, on the spread was this past weekend. So I- I'm not super confident in Vautech, The just straight, the straight to plus six, but I love him teased with something else, and I-, I think there's good value at him just taking a money line. At home, Blacksburg, why not?
1: I think Notre Dame wins this game. Um, they've kind of gotten themselves on a good roll here, like I said, with the new QB. So, I think Notre Dame wins that game. So, All um, right. more importantly, get, get your, your corn dogs,
0: get your hats and your t-shirts back. We're back, baby. It's Texas OU. It's get game day. your
1: asses in the Cotton Bowl at 1030.
0: It's game day. It's both teams are ranked. It's, ooh, I'm starting to feel it. Now, tomorrow work is really going to suck, dude. It's going to suck.
1: I'm trying not to think about it.
0: Yeah, bullshit. Alright, we'll see y'all on Saturday. All hey, hey, fuck you!
2: <laughs> they get their players from the Lone Star State. And